Hello, listeners. Welcome to another episode of Whiskey Under 50, the podcast where we discuss top shelf whiskeys at bottom shelf prices. If you want to reach out to us, you can find us at whiskeyunder50.com. And if you like us, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. And now on with the program. Yay, we're back. Mm, yeah. Exciting. Yeah, and we have some good ones today, I think. Well, because we have Nathan's favorites. Well, I do like the wheats. Yeah. And we do have a couple wheats today. So Nathan's yeah. favorite could be his own special sideshow. Oh. Ooh, yeah. Could be. Future Nathan's episode. favorite. Yeah. Oh. Write this down. Write this down. Okay. Nope. <laughs> John, John, Somebody take notes. No, no spinoffs yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, We're not quite there. We yeah. don't even have sponsors. So uh, you you brought us a couple of, like super fancy bottles today. Yeah. Oh yeah, they, they, they're they're super fancy. Yeah. yeah. They look um, gorgeous. First one I got here is the uh, David Nicholson, eighteen forty three. Ooh. Runs nice. retails about uh, thirty bucks or so. It's hey, a very know, so good it's, looking bottle. Yeah, Still it's kind of got 50. the tall. Yeah, it's got the tall neck and everything. It's a hundred proof. Uh, we can go into the little details of it here in just a bit, but uh, it has a little Pappy Van Winkle ancestry. Oh, geez. To, you know, yeah, give you, you a little hint there, you know, okay. And Name then, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then the next one's the uh, Bermheim. It's a, uh, it's out of the Heaven Hill Distillery, seven year small batch. It's a, it's a 90 proof on this one. Oh, it's another, another nice. wheat, predominantly wheat uh, one. So, yeah, pour these up Let's and, do it. and see how they do. So I'll pour the Bernheim one first. Amy, you got a little background on this one, I don't do, you? I do, I do. So the thing that's interesting about weeded whiskeys, when you start stumbling down that rabbit hole, uh, at least for this one, according um, to Bernheim, is the they are the first original whiskey since the Prohibition, like new whiskey since the Prohibition. So I, I I think there's like some debate if that's actually true or not, but that's what they say. Yeah, I I probably debate. I mean, I'm just I'm just I'm just telling y'all what I read on the internet. Is it? Is it? It's out there. Um, but so what's interesting about the weeded whiskey is they use whiskey as a as the predominant uh, uh, grain in the mash. So that's actually what makes it a weeded whiskey. Right. So yeah. nothing that exciting, but. That is, um, it's a newer thing. So all those new to wheat, right? Wheat tends to give it a, a sweeter taste, I would say. A smooth, sweeter taste. So it's not like the rise where it's kind of like a kick in the teeth, right? The, the wheats tend to be nice and smooth. And that's what I like about them. I don't like that super harsh whiskeys. I like the nice and smooth one. The David Nicholson one I, I brought, the 100 proof, it's a little stronger. You know, it's definitely got the, the alcohol uh, kick to it. But uh, apparently, you know, so the David Nicholson started in uh, Missouri, I think, and like a, a guy was basically distilling it for a grocery store back in the day. And, and Pappy Van <laughs> nice. Winkle, yeah, uh, the Van Winkle, he was like, he was part of that whole thing um, from way back and started it. And then uh, the Van Winkle family actually sold it to uh, the Lux Distillery, which is Lux Row, which is who, who makes it today. So they say that the recipe hasn't changed since uh, Pappy had his uh, involvement in it. So, so tell us a little, we've mentioned Pappy a few times. And to be honest, I don't know that most people know what Pappy Van Winkle is. And I only know about it because of your obsession with Pappy Van Winkle. Well, uh, it's not really a, yeah, well, I don't know if it's, it's an obsession a, really, it's but not, it's... It's not? It, no, it's not. Okay. It's not an obsession. Uh, it's just, so the, the <laughs> Pappy is just a, it, honestly, it's an overhyped 
uh whiskey i would say but it it is a weeded um it tends to be a weeded whiskey and it you know it, it's it's one of those where it comes out every year and it instantly sells out and then on the resale market they're going for like 1500 bucks two thousand dollars a bottle it's totally ridiculous uh, i would not spend that kind of money for it there's tons of good uh whiskeys out there Tell you, I'd spend thirty bucks on that bottle of Nicholas. This is delicious. Yeah, yeah it's pretty good, isn't it's it? It's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> so can, can, can you tell me? I didn't catch actually which one's the important one. What was this? The Bernheim? Oh, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, let, me, let me try yours, Jonathan. I am. So uh, this is which one is this one? Nicholas. I am shocked. This is delicious for hundred <laughs> oh. proof. This is yeah, dangerous. I, I, okay. Right. Okay, I got it. Um, the Nicholas, yeah, you can actually smell like a little bit of the wheat on it. Uh, the the Bernheim, I don't get that. Do you want some tasty notes on the Bernheim? Sure. So uh, for color, it is bright amber, which is about spot on. So yeah. this is what happens if you don't drink enough and then you pee. Like I drink enough water and then you pee. It's about the color. Just what? throwing it out there. I'd say it's a little darker than uh, that. This is an emergency. You need water. If this yeah. is what you're peeing. This no. would be a, this would be like a huge emergency yeah. if it Are came you, out that you're color. You're gonna really? die. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're close yeah. To death. Of you guys drink. Coffee you should see a doctor if you think this is okay. Yeah, are you holding this up to the light? Do I need to help you with this? That is brown. Right? No, that's what happens when you drink too much coffee in the morning. But we just you need to drink more water. Wow. I do sometimes. But but I digress. I digress. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so for the aroma, it is mildly sweet with hints of vanilla and honey. Does anybody get that? I definitely get the vanilla off of it. It smells sweet. I don't know that I would say honey or vanilla, but I, I, I would I, say sweet. I get the mildly sweet. Uh, yeah. That's hard, though. That just kind of comes with the wheats yeah, because they yeah. tend to just be sweeter. I also think that it's it's so deceptive, right? Like trying to figure out like what smells like vanilla, what smells like honey, what smells like you know, clove or whatever is going on. Right, like, right. It's, it's, it's a very, very hard one to pick, but definitely it smells sweet. Uh, so taste. Anybody want to take a stab at what the taste should be? It should be. Um, light cocoa, cantaloupe. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> a hint of um, cherry. Uh, slight berry. Uh, but buttered butter popcorn. Mm-hmm. Oh Is God. that a new car smell? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Hints of toffee. Yeah. Berries. Oh, so yeah, totally berry. Yeah. And spice. Also, I think Nathan was making this up that he thought it smelled like berry, but we'll go with it. So that is the taste. And then your finish is toasted oak, and it should be elegant and warm. Do you all feel elegant and warm now? Uh, well, if I drink enough of it. Yeah, Deep down in my tummy, I'm getting a little warm. Yeah. I, I, I feel elegant and warm just sitting here with you bastards, but, you know, I digress. <laughs> well, the David Nicholson, it's got, let me see, a little bit of uh, spicy cinnamon, touch of caramel, a little oakiness, some peppery spice to it. Uh, a buttery mouthfeel on the finish. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Very cute. <laughs> Put that on my toast. Yeah. <laughs> I think it tastes good. I don't know about the yeah. buttery mouthfeel. Um, <laughs> Tell me more about what you think about buttery mouthfeel. I don't think I want my whiskey to have a buttery mouthfeel because that just feels like, like you know how when you're eating popcorn and it's all oily and gross and you, yeah. it, like it leaves that oily gross. Right. Too much viscosity for her. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to have buttery mouthfeel. Apparently Jonathan had way too much buttery mouthfeel just now. No, no. I just aspirated a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> 
breathe it on in. So um, I definitely don't get those out of it, but they're both delicious. Like I, I would think absolutely drink these. I think they're both. Yeah, I think they're both very good. I personally like the uh, David Nicholson uh, a lot better. The Bernheim ones. Um, it's good. It's it's definitely a sweeter than a normal. I don't know, maybe a bourbon or something. I don't know. It's a little smoother and stuff. Uh, of the two, the eighteen forty three, the David Nicholson's the one I would pick for sure. For it, sure. it has more body to it, right? Like yeah. I agree. I would definitely like if I'm going to be sitting and sipping, that's what I want to sip. I think what's interesting though about the Bernheim is like if I was trying to introduce somebody to whiskey, and we've talked about this before, right? Like. Somebody who doesn't know much about whiskey and who might be turned off by something that's overpowering. I feel like the Bernheim would be a good one to start them off on. Because it is, it's it's mm. sweet, it's mm. not... I disagree. Yeah. 1843 <laughs> all day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see, I is think this the readily 18- available, the 1843? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the 1843, it's good, I like it, but I don't know that somebody who... Who wasn't really into whiskey? You, would, you could would introduce like your children to this. It's delicious. <laughs> Just a wee nip at night. Yeah, you know, get them, <laughs> get them to bed. It sounds like Joe's a fan of the uh, David Nicholson yeah. eighteen forty three. I, I am thoroughly impressed. Yeah, I don't think I would give either of these. These are pretty strong. I don't. I wouldn't give either of these to somebody that, that wasn't already a whiskey fan. Really? <laughs> no. No. I See, this is where I disagree. I feel like the thing with whiskey is you have to try a bunch of different ones to find the one you like. And when you're trying to introduce somebody to whiskey, it's really good to give them different kinds. And that's, yeah, I would totally do a Bernheim on somebody who, who wasn't really sure what they liked or wanted to try things. Just because it's sweet and it's it's not it's not overpowering. Do you think it's sweeter than the 1843, though? Oh, yeah. Sure. Really? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, one of these, like, you know, so you're dating someone, you're going over the in-laws for the first time, you have to bring a whiskey, they're having dinner, you, you know the uh, future father-in-law's big whiskey guy? Mm. 1843. Even the bottle looks better. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, just strictly cool, on the it? bottle, yeah. Right. If somebody is really into whiskey, especially weeded whiskey, absolutely the 1843. Yeah. Well, you're, you're going to impress them just showing up with a with a weeded whiskey. <laughs> yeah, right. This and if you true. knew what it was, yeah, yeah. If you yeah. knew it was weeded and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Which what? so which would you, which one would you put in your desk at work? <laughs> <laughs> you know, honestly, I the 1843 one I like, and it's not that expensive. I mean, thirty bucks. Yeah. Well, people are looking at your desk and think you're an asshole. <laughs> yeah, right. You got this kind of like little pretentiousy uh, whiskey sitting in there. That's all right. You know, well, do they know? Joe, which one would you put in your desk? Well, you know, I'm thinking about the files. The 1843 bottle is going to be a little bit more difficult to fit in the file cabinet, but mm. I'd find a way. We would figure it out. He, had, he does have a very solid point. The Bernheim is um, kind of has that tall, skinny bottle. Yeah. Uh, it would file much better in the desk. It would definitely true. fit. It's not like, as big and round. In the back of your drawer. You know, right. like sometimes there's those little spacers. Easier to you sneak, could, you know. You right. yeah, yeah, yeah. back there. Yeah. That, that's a solid point there, mm-hmm. yeah. You got to think ahead. Yeah. Got a plan for your whiskey drinking in the middle of the day. Yeah. So, like, you're at a, okay, you're at a restaurant. Would you buy either of these at a restaurant? Would you pay like seven, eight, nine, ten dollars a drink for either of these? Oh, these are both on the top shelf at a restaurant. These are you think so? Twelve, fifteen bucks a piece. You e- think so? Easy. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, Pendle- Pendleton, Pendleton whiskey from. Oregon. Yeah, <laughs> uh, th- those are eight bucks. Uh, 
both both of these are sitting on the top shelf at, at 12 15 bucks a piece. Sure. I'd assume most bars are just buying Pappy Van Winkle bottles. Once they're empty, buying the 1843 and refilling them and selling them for you know, top price. <laughs> right. so, That's fair. I'd go with 1843. Yeah. Uh, so which which one are you going to take a second pour of? 1843. 1843. I'm already 1843. out of it. I, I'm, I'm drinking the, the, the Bernheim because I'm out of the 1843. So the Bernheim, mine, mine sat on ice a very short period of time, and it was it was already washed out, um, diluted. the The eighteen forty three uh, relaxed nicely over some ice, and as it as it mellowed out, I it just got it just got better and better. Yeah, eighteen forty three. Yeah, I agree. Yeah i I really like the eighteen forty three. I have to say, I wouldn't probably buy either one of these if they were twelve or fifteen dollars. A for a port? No, because I'm way too cheap. Cheap. <laughs> I would much rather go for like a really good scotch that I can't get anywhere else because I'm too cheap to buy it, a bottle of it. So, but that is my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. If I had to pick though, like say they were half price and I felt like, okay, spending that money, I would go with the 1843. That's a cool looking bottle. Yeah. It's just different looking, isn't it? Johnson's like popping it open. Yeah, so going can... for a second pour. Yeah, it, it is. It's just, it's, it's, a, it's a fun bottle and it is really, really good. Sounds like the uh, whiskey under fifty uh, seal of approval there. Yeah, we don't always do that either. Right. We don't always yeah, like, pick one that we really like. That's true. Want. We all agree. I'd pour yeah. over ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I'd pour it over ice cream. I think Joe would just take that bottle and just drink it. <laughs> it is a Friday night. Who knows what's going to happen after this? So th- this is a th- episode number six, right? Sure. Sure. I, I think I've and, lost count. To be yeah. honest with you. So we we've looked at whiskey does that. Twelve yeah. we looked at twelve whiskeys now and the the eighteen forty three is the best, I think, of all of them that we've had, and you said it was thirty bucks. Yeah. It's about thirty dollars yeah. a bottle. Uh that that a steal. Listen, viewers, Thank you. go get the bottle. Yay. And on that note, that's another uh, that concludes another episode of Whiskey Under Fifty. Uh again, you can find us at uh, whiskey under fifty at gmail.com or on Instagram at whiskey under fifty. So again. Cheers. T- cheers. Take care everyone. Thanks cheers. everybody. Thanks again. Recording. Thank you. No, you're not. It's not. The red light's not on. Go fuck yourself. It is, too. Oh. <laughs> Turn on the red. <laughs> <laughs> Turn on the red.